What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another Review Point podcast coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango, and my target to review for this edition is actually the 2018 Predator film, The Predator. Uh, I need to specify 2018 right here because I'm not actually reviewing the old Predator movie that came out in, what was it, 87 or so? Uh, of course, that is a movie that I had seen many, many years ago, multiple different times over the years, especially when I was a kid and I went through my Arnold Schwarzenegger phase, which I'm pretty sure every kid that grew up in that time frame went through their, their Arnold phase and, you know, was into uh, watching, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme films, as stupid as they were, and, you know, any of the kind of, like, over-the-top action type things, so... This is where I stand, uh, just to give you guys a little bit of a backstory before getting into this. Uh, Predator is a movie that I I like, but I acknowledge how simple it is and how it's just one of those movies where it's there for entertainment value. It's not to be art to a certain extent. Although I guess you could kind of argue it's still art because it's still entertainment and, yeah, you know, that's a whole other story. But Predator is a movie that I used to like as a kid and every so often I'll go back and watch it just for like one random afternoon where I'm kind of bored or something like that. But Predator 2, not a fan. Uh, the Alien versus Predator movies, I didn't even bother watching those. Uh, I didn't see Predators, the Adrian Brody movie. I didn't even bother watching that one either. This one, though, it felt like it was more of a spiritual successor to those, uh, to the, the original one, not the other one. I don't know. Fuck all that with that one, you know. But uh, so I figured I would watch it. And to be perfectly honest, I also went into this because I have AMC A list. And what the hell? Why not? It's free, essentially. Or, well, just a little bit of money. So that was my mindset going into this movie. Obviously, I didn't even watch it on the opening week. That's why this review is coming out a little bit later. So there you go. That's, that's your setup. The other setup I need to tell you is review point usually works where I try to give you the hits and the misses of it, and that's, like, the good things and the bad things. Although, in the past year or so, I've really just kind of abandoned the format, and it's pretty much just a movie review. So, I'm going to talk about some stuff. I'm going to give you a non-spoiler review that's pretty quick, and then afterward, I will get into the spoilers. So, if you are not knowing, not knowing, if you don't want to know what is going on with that, then, you know, you don't have to hear the spoilers. So, non-spoiler review. If you go into the movie with the same kind of expectations that I did, you know, you're not really, like, plunking down a whole lot of money for it, you didn't expect it to be anything but a dumb action movie, this movie's fine, you know, it's the type of dumb action movie that you would expect it to be, and I specify dumb action movie because it is dumb, it's stupid, it's, you know, the characters are over the top, it feels like it's from a different era, and you can tell that they specifically wanted to reference that kind of stuff because the old Predator movie was from a completely different era, so there's some stuff that I'll get into in a little bit more detail, but generally speaking, you're not going into a movie like this expecting Academy Award Oscar bait material, nor are you going to get some great deep philosophical thing or, you know, anything along those lines. This is just popcorn flick junky stuff. And in that regard, it's fine. Uh, it's not the most entertaining. It's not something that's going to stick with me for a while. It was just something to do. I mean, I went to a 10-15 show on a Thursday night for this one. You know what I mean? That's that's how you have to treat it. Beyond that point, 
there really isn't all that much. So if you don't want to take advantage of seeing this in theaters by doing something like the AMCA list or Movie Pass or something like that, then go ahead, wait, watch it when it's on Netflix or something like that. So spoiler version of the review coming up here. Again, if you don't know what want to know what happens, then come back and check this out afterward. But from here on out, warning, spoilers. So let's get into some specifics here. Uh, let's talk about how one of the good things, one of the hits, is that they they reference things before. Now, it's not everything is a hit because there are some misses with this. The music is a hit. They keep that that kind of thing. You heard my great vocal skills there. Uh, that is a major hit because that's the Predator theme, you know? Like, I hate when movies ditch the themes that become iconic. When you've got Terminator films, you need that ba-da-da-da-da. And, like, if you don't, it just feels like it's not quite a Predator, a predator movie, a Terminator movie. And if this wouldn't have had that Predator theme, it wouldn't have been the end of the world, but this makes it so much better. So, major hit is the reference of the music. Uh, I gotta say, more of a miss, but I guess it's kind of a hit, too. It's sort of a double-edged sword, where they do a reference to, you're one ugly motherfucker, where Olivia Munn's character says, you're one beautiful motherfucker, which is supposed to be like, nah I get it, it's like the movie. Same thing with Get to the Chopper, which is just, come on, you you had to incorporate that in there a little bit. It's stupid, but then again, it's going to make people mark out for it. And if you don't know what mark out means for, you know, the pro wrestling side of things, it means you're going to, I was just going to say you're going to pop for it. That's another wrestling term. Uh, you're going to just laugh at it. It's going to give you a big reason to smile, you know, that kind of a thing. Uh, so it's pretty stupid, but okay. Uh, speaking of th stupid things, the this is a big miss for me. The fucking predator grabs a guy's hand and gives a thumbs up to another dude. Come on, that's a cheap joke that's really dumb. That's just stupid. Thumbs down for that one is what I have to say. Uh, I like how the tone of this movie knows that it's a dumb action movie. So certain lines are, you, you know, it's like written from somebody who was like following those 90s movies. Like there's a part in there where they're talking about how we call it the Predator and they explain the whole difference of like, well, it's not a predator, it's a sports hunter. It's more of like a, a gamesman and that kind of thing. And then uh, Sterling K. Brown's character is just like, yeah, well, predator is cooler, right? Right? And everybody's like, yeah. And he goes, fuck yeah. It's like that kind of thing's actually like, you know, the type of like bro sort of thing where it's just kind of like, fuck yeah, that's cooler. And that's interesting. And I like that they kind of lampshaded that sort of thing. Uh, the dogs. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to say more of a miss. They did what I was thinking that they were going to do, which was like, they kind of sympathized one of them. And did they kill the one at the end? Like the good one? I kind of remember hearing a yelp, but it was like off screen. So maybe I didn't notice something, but that sort of just got dropped. And that's a shame because the it was like, what was the point really? Maybe they just... Somebody thought it was a good idea to have a predator dog, and I was just kind of like, all right, predator dog gets killed. The other one turns into a good predator dog, but doesn't even, like, really save the day or something like that. I don't know. It's just stupid. That's a miss. 
uh, I, I, a big hit for the line. It's like an alien Whoopi Goldberg. That was good. I like that. As far as the characters go, let's get into the character uh, side of things. Our main character is um, Quinn McKenna. Boyd Holbrook is the one who plays that. And Holbrook is a guy that seems like he could have a better career to me, but he keeps doing these movies where he doesn't really have that much to go on. And I don't know if that's like his choice or if that's just like his agent or maybe he doesn't actually have all that much more to be able to like sink his teeth into. But I do sort of feel like maybe he would be better off with some more serious roles. And I'm looking at his IMDb right now. I only really I knew him from I had seen Gone Girl. I, of course, had seen Logan Um, trying to find the other things that I had seen him in Uh, Skeleton Twins. I had seen him in. Or I think that was. Is that the thing that I saw him in? Let me double check that real quick. Yes, that was something that I had seen him in. So he's not really like the most um, dynamic person in the world or something like that, but he wasn't given much to do on this part. I mean, he's just like kind of a generic action dude. And he's not over the top action dude like an Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it's kind of one of those things where he doesn't have that presence to be all that entertaining beyond what the script gives him to do and since the script is very generic he's very generic he is kind of funny in some different parts and you know given the circumstances i'd give him more of a hit than anything but i think more so this was just sort of like meh you know uh nebraska williams that character was good trevante rhodes played him and sad to see him go um of course every one of the people who was a part of the crew gets killed except for olivia munn's character because you can't kill the girl um trevante rhodes i had seen in moonlight and i think that that's pretty much it and i liked him in this quite a bit i think that he's got a future ahead of him that he could be on a lot of different things going forward i think that he could be actually a really good choice for uh, John Stewart, if they if they use that character in a Green Lantern film, I think he could be a very very good choice for that. Let's see what we got here. Let's go through the rest of the team. Um, Coyle, Keegan Michael Key, he was comic relief, uh, one of the three comic relief type guys, and he was funny. Sad to see him die. Good little scene at the end with him and Thomas Jane Baxley who. Uh, you know, they had a little camaraderie and when they shoot themselves at the end like that, that's pretty good. Uh, Thomas Jane having Tourette's and just cursing and doing that kind of a thing. That's kind of one of those things where I'm surprised that they don't have more flack from this because I know some people would be like, that's offensive because not every person with Tourette's does that and whatever like that. But it's very much written like somebody in the nineties who would be like, I don't know the Tourette's guy. He just goes like, Oh fuck pussy. And like, whatever, like that kind of thing. Sterling K Brown's character. Uh, I'm jumping ahead. Actually, let me go. I'll hold on to him. Um, let's go with Lynch, Alfie Allen, who I don't think I had seen in anything else. Uh, Lynch was the most forgettable character out of the bunch. I really don't remember him doing like anything. So, uh, Lynch was a miss. Nettles was pretty funny. So Nettles was a hit. Uh, I liked how he was hitting on um, Casey Brackett, Olivia Munn's character. He had some good lines here. One of the part that I thought was really funny, which was a big hit, was when they were doing the whole scene where um, they're doing like the rally speech kind of thing. 
he says, uh, I didn't really like your speech, but he called me a pussy and nobody calls me a pussy. So like that kind of thing. I thought that was funny. Let's go with, uh, actually, let's go to Olivia Munn's character, Casey Brackett. Uh, Olivia Munn is better in this movie than in other movies that I had seen her in as far as her acting chops, but her character is very much like, we gotta have a girl, let's make her the scientist. Now, even though she is the scientist, she does more action than she does science stuff, so it almost kind of makes me feel like they would have been better off if instead of Lynch maybe they would have just had her play that part and kind of combine the two to a certain extent. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I think it's kind of weird that she doesn't die at the end and she has that kind of like the the girl armor. Like she pretty much only survives because she is the woman in the, uh, in the group. And yeah, I mean, it's not like everybody should fucking die, but it's sort of like you can see that they they went out of their way where like certain parts where she's like jumping on top of the predator and it's just like, I'm just going to throw you instead of do anything. And it's like, ah, oh, come on, you know, have some balls, kill the character or something like that. Or just have her be one of the ones that maybe contributes a little bit more to a certain extent. Uh, she was fine, but. I can't really give her a miss. I can't really give her a hit. She just kind of was what she was. I really didn't like Jake Busey's character, uh, Keys. He was in there for just like one scene, and he really didn't seem like he was all that worthwhile. So he is a miss. Um, Emily, the mom to the little boy, which we will get into a little bit, the wife to Boyd Holbrook's character, she was fine, but she was really another, like, nothing type of character. So I guess she's more of a miss than anything else. Um, and let's go back around to two other ones here. We've got uh, Sterling K. Brown's character. Apparently he was called Schrager. Didn't even know that. I liked him. He was probably my favorite character in the whole movie, except for maybe Nebraska, but... Um, Actually, no, I'm going to say that I liked him better because he he had something to him, that kind of like douchebag kind of attitude. I don't know. Maybe I just like bad guys. But I liked him. Sad to see him go, especially because he died in a way that it was just sort of like, oh, he's dead now. Okay, like, let's just like move on. But I liked him being an asshole in this. Now, Jacob Tremblay plays Quinn McKenna, Boyd Holbrook's kid, Rory. And they make a statement here about this whole thing with like, Asperger's syndrome and being on the spectrum is the next stage in evolution. And it sort of felt like a cop out to me a little bit because it was like, let's make it very stereotypical that the kids got Asperger's and then, uh, you know, he's able to understand the alien language and let's have him be like, I guess like a success story or kind of a thing or something like that. But it felt weird to me that they were kind of like trying to place that in as that he would be like, something that the Predators were looking for. I don't know. I, I really didn't quite understand that, uh, where they were going with that one. But Tremblay is a fantastic actor for his age, especially. So he did well with what he was given. Um, Character-wise, that's about it. I mean, everybody else is pretty much just like a guy that gets shot. But then we do have the Predators. And we have, I mentioned the dogs, but we also have two different Predators in here. We have the regular one, and then we have what they refer to as the predator killer to a certain extent. Um, actually, they have, they have another predator killer. But then this is like a predator hunter, I guess you should say. Um, 
the storyline being, if you haven't seen the movie and you don't care about spoilers, the story is the predators are trying to hunt as many humans as they can before humans become extinct because of global warming and everything like that. And they also want to try to take the best genetics from the human race and make hybrids for their own race. So one of those is this giant predator. And the giant predator is hunting this other predator who comes to Earth and kills a bunch of people and stuff like that. But this other predator is actually trying to give people on Earth a fighting chance for these other predators. He is a traitor to the predator hybrid race, I guess you want to call it. And what he's trying to give is what they call the predator killer at the end of the movie, which is just like this high-tech kind of armor. Uh, it's got weaponry, it turns you into a predator, kind of, and there's this abrupt ending where they set up for future films where Holbrook's character is like, oh man, that's my new suit, and I'm gonna go fucking hunting and whatever, and it's really stupid. It's really dumb. Uh, this movie in general, it's one of those things where they wanted it to be smarter than the other movie by making it, like, the action scenes are a little bit more intense, and... They are trying to get into like, well, you know, let's make hybrid predators and let's do this and let's do that. And by trying to be smarter, it's proving that it isn't smarter because the other movie, it was simpler and it was stupid, but it was also pretty much just like, here's the story of being hunted. The end. This one's more like, let's talk about how uh, genetics work and like, let's do whatever. And it's like, Sort of, I guess, on par with when somebody kind of starts going through the dictionary a little bit. They they hit up their thesaurus, and the next thing you know, they're throwing out some words that they clearly don't really necessarily know how to use in that context because they just want to sound smarter. And it kind of sound, uh, seems like that a little bit here. So uh, I guess what's the grand scheme of things here? Was the action good? Yeah, the action was fun. Were the characters fun? Yeah, for the most part. They got some chuckles out of me, that kind of a thing. Did I walk out of this movie feeling like I got my money's worth? Well, since I paid nothing for it, or I guess one however many fractions of the movies that I'm going to see for my 21 bucks for the A-list, yeah, I got my money's worth. Uh, I still would recommend that if you don't have A-list or something like that, you should probably not see this in theaters. And if they do another movie... Maybe I'll see it. Maybe I'll just check it out on Netflix or something like that. But this is a dumb movie that fulfills the dumb aspect. It's an action movie that fulfills the action aspect. And it's fine. So do I give it a hit? Do I give it a miss? I give it in the middle. I give it one of those ricochet things where it's certainly not a good movie. But it's not a bad movie either. So I want to know what you guys have to say about this. Did you watch The Predator? What do you think? about the movie. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it one of those things where it's good, bad, or bad, good? You know, whatever your classification is, drop them in the comments section below on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes and Stitcher, drop them on the website's comments section. Let me know what you think. And as well as that, I want you to do the usual stuff when it comes to checking out the social media accounts and stuff. If you are here on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and check off the little notification bell for whenever the hell I decide to upload some different videos. I know I didn't do anything for Iron Fist, but I watched that over like such a long time frame that I kind of figured it wasn't worth it. But who knows what the next thing I'm going to do is. So that's the way that you do know if you check off the little notification thing.
You can also follow the Facebook account and the Twitter account. If you want to show your support for Fanboys Anonymous, there's a lot of ways that you can do things other than just following these kind of things too. One of them being on the monetary side of things. You know, if you want me to do more for Fanboys, I have to have the incentive to do it. It's just economically, that's what it is. So there's the Patreon where you can throw a little bit of spare change my way that way. And, you know, there's lots of different tiers on that one. So take advantage of those. You could also buy some merchandise for some different designs on the Tee Public or the Redbubble. They're not just like Fanboys Anonymous shirts, by the way, if that's what you're thinking. They are all sorts of different types of jokes and parodies and different things like that. Of course, they take a bunch of them down for copyright infringement, but that's the way it is, you know. I'll try to think of a Predator one, maybe, too. And that's about it. Uh, I just want to thank you, everybody, for checking this out and for showing whatever support that you have that you are showing my way. It's all greatly, greatly appreciated. So I will see you next time, everybody. It's time for me to geek out. Adios.